Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Ahoy, me hearties, and welcome to Criminalia, where it's pirate season. We'll be exploring the lives and motivations of some of the most notorious freebooters throughout history. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. And welcome to our Talk Like a Pirate Day celebration. Although pirates did not actually speak like most of us probably will on September 19th, maybe after we've had a couple, uh, (laughs) it doesn't mean that it is not a lot of fun to throw that lingo around. But if you've ever wondered about the origins of Talk Like a Pirate Day, you actually don't have to look back very far into the past at all, just to the mid-1990s. Back then, friends John Bauer and Mark Summers, who also used the more piratical monikers, 
Captain Slappy and Old Chum Bucket, according to their own account, started talking to each other like pirates one day while they were playing racquetball, of all things. Not a very piratey kind of endeavor. And so they just started doing it as friends do to make themselves laugh. I think we have all fallen <laughs> into that thing where suddenly everyone at your table while you're out for drinks or a snack starts using a horrible British accent <laughs> or pretending they're French for a moment. We've all done it. They were just doing it to make each other laugh. And then in 2002, after they had done this for a few years as a little joke and picked out the date of September 19th as Talk Like a Pirate Day for themselves, they decided that they would email humorous Dave Barry to tell him about their fun idea of a pirate talking holiday. And Barry loved it. And he wrote a column about it. And soon, Talk Like a Pirate Day took off. So that is where this whole thing comes from, if you've been celebrating for the last 20 years or so. But keep in mind, this is all pretend. And as we're going to talk about today, sometimes so are the pirates. Pirates probably had a way of speaking. You know, grog, for instance, was a real drink drunk by pirates as well as the British Royal Navy. But it's not possible to go back to the 17th and 18th centuries during the golden age of piracy to listen to any voice recordings of pirate language or their accent from around the world. We just don't know for sure. Nobody was interviewed by Oprah at that time, so how could we know? But Ahoy Me Hardies and Shiver Me Timbers, though, I'm sorry to say uh, they're considered by historians not to have been uttered by any real pirates. So where did talking like a pirate in the fictional sense really come from? Uh, where, where did we get all of these silly phrases? Historian Colin Woodard, while studying examples of writing by real pirates during the golden age of piracy, found that those individuals were not writing with words and phrases such as ahoy mateys and nowhere could he find a scribbled R. And these were writings by literate, educated people who had chosen a life of piracy, not out of desperation, as many members of the crew might have. This isn't to say that every pirate sailing the high seas was like this. In fact, many of them probably were illiterate and had never learned to read or write. But Woodard discovered many were actually more educated than we might all have guessed, and certainly more than modern media gives most pirates credit for. You know how a person talks, their language, their accent, their cadence, that sort of thing, usually depends upon where that person is from or maybe where they live. It's no different for pirates who came from countries including Spain, England, France, the Netherlands, and the Americas. Scholars agree that most pirates, at least those around the British Empire, sounded pretty similar to how an underclass British sailor would have spoken at the time. And that means that their English would probably have been pretty good. Their English, though, would have included a dash or two of French, Italian, Spanish, and Dutch slang picked up around the trade routes and from fellow pirates. And there most certainly would have been way more profanity in the mix. I'm presuming they're not comparing it to the way I normally <laughs> I believe this was during the golden age of piracy. Yours <laughs> has come along centuries after being much stronger game than theirs. <laughs> and really, here's what we're really talking about when we say that we're just pretending to talk like a pirate on Talk Like a Pirate Day. We already mentioned that things like R and matey, as well as that stereotypical pirate accent, those were not introduced or part of the legacy of people like Anne Bonny or Blackbeard or any pirate, actually. You can thank Hollywood for that. You can also give a little credit to Robert Louis Stevenson. 
Specifically, it is that well-loved 1950 Disney film adaptation of Stevenson's book Treasure Island that you can blame. That film became the go-to source for pirate speak for both Hollywood and the rest of us. And now for the last 19 years, we've been celebrating that manner of speaking on Talk Like a Pirate Day. It's not just the language, though. Just like R isn't really part of a pirate's vocabulary, some famous pirates themselves also are just fake. Although many of us may think they are actually real. By real pirates, we mean those who scholars have confirmed as real pirates. You know, actual humans who lived and engaged in some sort of life that we would categorize as piracy. Some of those real pirates have stories in their lore that may or may not be true, or they're exaggerated, and that can also bring fictional elements to the legend of that real pirate. You see how this all gets real confusing in a hurry. The pirate is real, for example, but did they really do all those things that are credited to them? Maybe, but maybe not. And sometimes real-life characteristics, and even some real history becomes part of the stories that some of our most well-known fictional pirates, such as Captain Jack Sparrow or the Dread Pirate Roberts or Long John Silver, may characterize. So we're going to go on to them in a minute, but first, we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we're back, we're going to talk about those characters, Captain Jack Sparrow, the Dread Pirate Roberts, and Long John Silver. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge. 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to Criminalia. We are in the middle of talking about how fictional pirates may not always be fiction and how some allegedly real pirates are. When it comes to fictional pirates, some weren't actually 100% works of fiction. Some were inspired by real pirates. So let's talk about a few. Of course, we have to talk about Captain Jack Sparrow, who everyone knows from the Pirates of the Caribbean films. We also know who he is because that character is at the center of an entire series of films which have been hugely successful. So, he's fictional? Well, yes and no. Jack is an example of a fictional character who is not a complete work of fiction. He was inspired by a man named John Ward, a pirate known for pillaging and plundering in the Mediterranean as well as for his complete lack of morals. John Ward's nickname was Sparrow, and it's said that he had a swashbuckling, flamboyant style. That all probably sounds familiar. We're unsure about whether or not he used eyeliner like Jack Sparrow, though, although certainly we've heard that it would help with the sunlight in your eyes. We should also mention that a minority of people consider the inspiration for Jack Sparrow to have been Captain Calico Jack, It does seem more likely to have been John Ward. It's not out of the realm of possibility that there was a little combination of the two in the mix. So while we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, we have to mention the character of Hector Barbosa, who first appears in all of these movies. Like every single one, he's in them. He's said to have been a character inspired by the Barbarossa brothers. His character became so popular, it's been included in these movies, the ride at Disneyland, and at Disney World, along with Jack Sparrow. 
And then we're going to move on to talking about another film favorite, and that is the Dread Pirate Roberts. Good night, Wesley. Good work. Sleep well. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. The Dread Pirate Roberts, known for that quote, is a well-known pirate from both the novel The Princess Bride, written by William Goldman, and its film adaptation, which was directed by Rob Reiner. We know he never leaves captives alive, and we know that he isn't just one man. There's a succession of individuals who go on to take the name and reputation when the previous Dread Pirate Roberts is ready to retire from piracy, although they do not all necessarily retire to Patagonia. And the Dread Pirate Roberts is, and is not, a work of fiction. His identity was created from a handful of other fictional characters, but the inspiration for the character came from a famous and real pirate, Black Bart. Black Bart, a nickname which is believed to actually never have been used during his lifetime, was a Welsh pirate named Bartholomew Roberts. The real Roberts attacked and looted vessels around the Americas and West Africa and is considered to be the most successful pirate of the golden age of piracy. The Caribbean and the North American coasts were very active during this time, and it's a time which is associated with the colonization of the Americas as well as the Atlantic slave trade, and that's where the real Roberts raided ships. He was also known, as a side note, for adopting an early version of the skull and crossbones flag. And then there is the famous and unforgettable Long John Silver. It's also the name of an American chain of fast food restaurants. Yes. (laughs) If you haven't thought about that. However, Long John Silver is actually, at least in original form, a character from the book Treasure Island. And he is really the ultimate stereotype of a pirate, right? He's got the wooden peg leg. He's got a chatty parrot on his shoulder. The book's author, Robert Louis Stevenson, has been quoted saying that Long John Silver had been based on one of his best friends, the poet William Ernest Henley whom he found to be, quote, astoundingly clever. Stevenson went on to describe the character Silver as, quote, tall and strong. He was missing a leg all the way up to his hip, and it's Henley who inspired that idea of the amputated leg. He himself had lost a leg from foot to hip to an extensive tuberculosis infection. It's Silver's character that gave us a lot of those pirate stereotypes like Holly was talking about. If you would list them, most people would associate them with pirates. And this includes that shoulder parrot, the treasure map, oh, the treasure map, the peg leg, the chest of buried treasure. These are things that no one can prove were real, or if they were real, were related to real pirates. I'm sad about the treasure map. Although Stevenson himself has talked about William Ernest Henley as his inspiration for Long John Silver, A few actually consider the character to be based on two brothers who were pirates in the West Indies. And in that interpretation, the parrot and peg leg are considered entirely fictional. It's no wonder, though, that this version that Stevenson and the movie created has cemented an inaccurate image of piracy in modern public consciousness. There have been more than 50 versions of Treasure Island made for film and television, the first appearing in 1918. And if you haven't seen the Muppet version, you really should remedy that immediately. It came out in 1996, around the same time that Talk Like a Pirate Day was in its very early stage. Yeah, I always think of Treasure Island as like the film or story that tracks right along with the history of film because it Mm -hmm. it started right there at the beginning. With that in mind, we're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about real pirates who turned out to be fictional. 
Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back to Criminalia. Finally, we're talking about pirates who were real until we learned that they weren't real. So we know that some of our most well-loved and well-known pirates, like Jack Sparrow and the Dread Pirate Roberts and Long John Silver, often are based at least a little bit in reality. But there are also pirates that we all thought were real, (laughs) or at least (laughs) 
many people thought were real, and then those were proven to, in fact, be fake. For instance, Charlotte de Berry, Jacotte de la Haye, and Maria Lindsay, who all fit into this category. So let's get to talking about when real pirates turn out to be fictional and where their very real-seeming stories come from. If you believe the pirate lore, Charlotte was a female pirate who was, supposedly, born in 1636, which puts her right in the golden age of piracy as she was old enough to practice that career. But modern scholars haven't confirmed any stories about her existence. Not one single story has been considered to be valid. Most of the tales about her are secondhand news, right? No primary source accounts. And many historians don't believe that those secondhand accounts are accurate or even true. Her history is, allegedly, that she went to sea after she fell in love with a sailor. Disguised in men's clothing, she eventually climbed the ranks within the crew to become captain of the ship. If you're wondering about the details of that story, those details change depending on who tells it. Some versions of her legend suggest that her crew at one point had to resort to cannibalism. Other versions suggest that when she was wounded during a fight and fell overboard, her crew blew up their own ship rather than be captured by another pirate crew. It was believed, we've talked about this before, that a woman on board a pirate vessel was inherently bad luck. And if that's what life aboard Charlotte's ship was like, she sure seems like she upholds that superstition with all of the bad things that are supposed to have happened when she was at sea. But there are no known records of her until the first mentions of her in popular culture, which surfaced in 1836. And that's 200 years after her supposed birth. The earliest known reference to Charlotte, though, can be found in Edward Lloyd's Penny Dreadful called History of the Pirates. There's no evidence from her birth up until today that she ever existed as a real pirate, though, or even just a real person. Her story sticks with us probably because it's been passed along, at least elements of it, in other literature written at the same time as Lloyd was writing about pirates. Ultimately, it really does seem like he just made her up. You can also get into the weird headspace of, that sure sounds a lot like the Elizabeth Swan story from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Which makes a fictional pirate based on a pirate we thought was real, but was fictional. <laughs> it goes around and, and just, around. We don't want to break your brain. We are next going to move on to Jacotte Delahaye, who, like Charlotte, is now considered to be a fictional pirate. Allegedly born the daughter of a Frenchman and a Haitian woman in the 17th century, it is said that her mother died in childbirth and her father was murdered. Some stories even add in the detail that she had a brother with some sort of intellectual disability. So orphaned, this is when she turned to piracy. And the stories that mention her brother often suggest that she turned to this life at sea to make money to pay for his care. One of the most popular parts of her legend is that she faked her own death to escape those pesky government ships trying to capture and hang pirates. Allegedly, that's when she began using a male alias, and she may have lived disguised as a man for several years as well. Once she wasn't so high on the wanted list, she resurfaced, and she became known as Back from the Dead Red. And yes, that is because she had red hair. It's also said Back from the Dead Red led a gang of hundreds of pirates, and the crew took over a small Caribbean island, and that she died during a shootout several years later while she was defending that island. But again, made up. Mm -hmm. And then we get to Maria Lindsay. 
I do think it's interesting that all of our pirates we thought were real, but turned out to be made up were ladies. And there were more ladies that we could have talked about as well. Right. There's clearly, I have a theory to talk about at the end. So (laughs) this story has the added bonus of managing to combine this exciting life of piracy with a romantic story of a passionate marriage. That probably helps account for its popularity. So according to the legend, Maria was born in 18th century in Plymouth, England. She was the wife of a pirate captain named Eric Cobham. And Maria had been so captivated by Eric and his piracy when she met him that the pair married the day after they met. And then she joined his pirate crew. And then together, they sailed to the Americas. What a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, according to some stories about her, when she and Eric captured another ship, Maria would tie the captain and some of the crew of that ship to her ship's windlass and then use them for target practice. Eric and Maria's crew are said to have followed a policy of leaving no survivors. Eventually, Maria and Eric retired to France with their looted money. There, they settled down and started a family. Eric was asked to replace the late local magistrate, which made him a former pirate, a judicial officer administering the law. But Maria couldn't shake her love of piracy, which led to her taking her life by drinking poison and throwing herself into the sea. But if you read other stories, it may have been Eric who poisoned her and threw her into the sea and then wrote a letter confessing to it. It really does depend on the version of the story that you hear or read, though, exactly who did what. So with all of this myth and exaggeration, just as the Golden Age was coming to an end, a man named Captain Charles Johnson published a very famous collection of the biographies of famous pirates. Johnson, which is a pseudonym that no one has actually figured out yet, who the original writer truly was, wrote a general history of the robberies and murders of the most notorious pirates. He wrote that in 1724. And it was full of the piratey details we all want. In fact, it secured the legends of several real pirates, including Blackbeard and Black Bart. Pamphlets and other marketing strategies detailed the crimes and punishments that turned that book into a bestseller. Pirate popularity soared. Author Daniel Defoe, too, wrote and published several pamphlets about pirates right around the time he completed his famous story of a shipwreck, and that's Robinson Crusoe. That's just about the same time that Treasure Island came out. So in the Crusoe story, he is captured by North African pirates and later defends his island from English pirates. And that story, too, became a hit. This is where we're getting on why I think so many of these made-up pirates are ladies. I think clearly some of the audience here was really eager to see women in those positions of adventure. And that's probably what led to so many of them kind of blossoming Mm -hmm. out of the, the creative minds of so many people. And all in the same period as well. Right. So when it comes down to it, what do we really know about historical pirates, at least as a general group? Turns out not a whole lot more than the stereotypes, it might seem. You gotta kind of go case by case. Both pirate novels and Hollywood films would have you believe that pirates were swashbucklers, living this life of pleasure and freedom on the seas, collecting gold and only fighting when they had to or even if they just felt like it. But remember as you celebrate Talk Like a Pirate Day, that real pirates could be violent and murderous. They definitely did not sing. 
It's a pirate's life for me. So enjoy the holiday, but keep it light. Maybe don't engage in some of those activities. Maybe just stick to the Muppet version of piracy, which is pretty fun, in my opinion. Maria, would you like to step into the groggery with me? I am coming into the groggery. I'm pulling up my stool. I hear that there's a drink available today that I don't know anything about. (laughs) Well, there are two because I'm continuing my efforts to make sure we have both an alcoholic and non-alcoholic version. I love it. Okay, so a drink that comes up a lot if you do even cursory research on pirates is Bumbo. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, (laughs) right? And it's often associated with pirates largely because of that rum connection. Pirates may have drunk it. It actually has, in terms of historical stories, way more juicy stuff related to early elections in the United <laughs> States and people plying voters with Bumbo <laughs> to get them a little bit wasted so they would vote for them. But there, there is a standard version of Bumbo, which is not what we're doing. But I want to give it to you so you understand where we're starting. Bumbo has like some spices like nutmeg, right? Or am I mistaking yes. that? Okay. That's yeah. why that drink stands out to me because I, you know, can't pass that up. So please, I'm sorry. We're Go gonna, ahead. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Okay. So if you look it up online, like the standard that you'll see a lot of the time is two ounces of rum, one ounce of water, a spoonful or two cubes of sugar, slightly different variations of measures of nutmeg and cinnamon. So often, Uh, Many versions of this are served up, so no ice, or it's warmed so that that sugar dissolves, and then it's served still kind of warm. No thanks. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't doesn't appeal to me in a a warm state at all. I was trying to imagine if it would be a good winter time. Does it turn into a good winter time punch? See, to me, like a yummy winter time Mm -hmm. punch has to involve a fruit. Right. Not just watered down rum. That's why it just is not very appealing to me. I'm like, it's hot rum with nutmeg on top, which some people might love and no no shade to you if that's your jam. But I thought it would be more fun to do a version that you can just throw together in your kitchen and it's cold. Cold. But also (laughs) still, because it does, I keep the nutmeg and cinnamon. Mine is not very different, but I keep those because they're a good fall transition. Mm -hmm. But I have some thoughts on them as well. So here is my version. You're going to start with that two ounces of rum and a half ounce of simple syrup instead of doing granulated sugar or cubes because we're doing cold. So you want to be able to integrate it quickly. Throw in that nutmeg and cinnamon. I did a couple shakes of my shaker for each one. And then I put those in a shaker and I shake without ice again because you're trying to incorporate it and the cold will keep those things from coming together. I am not the biggest fan of spices floating in a drink unless it's something creamy like a dairy. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, shake the dickens out of this business. Incorporate it as much as you can. They still won't break down. You'll still have some spice floating in there. But for me, if I give it a really nice shake to the point where it almost becomes a little frothy on its own, then it's a little better. And then I pour that over ice and I top it with club soda. You can certainly throw a garnish on there. You can throw a a clove on a stick or a little bit of lemon, whatever you wish. But that to me is a little yummier because the bubbles help. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't like just a watered down liquor and to call it a drink. (laughs) Some people love that. It's not for me. And that was pretty yummy. I will say this. Keep in mind, that's still a lot of rum. And it is a a heavy hitter. Like I, I usually work on these before 
like in the around lunchtime before we come in and record in the afternoon. And I was like, I cannot finish this or I am going to be <laughs> a sloppy, incapable mess when it comes to actually recording this episode. I will tell you this. This is another one where the non-alcoholic version was even yummier to me and which I will make again. And so this is exactly the same. The only thing that we're doing is instead of the rum, which we had two ounces of originally, I did 1.5 ounces of unsweetened apple juice and half an ounce of almond syrup. I actually mixed those together before I mixed anything else. I don't know that you have to, just that's how I did it. I still kept the simple syrup, so it does get sweeter. And the nutmeg and cinnamon, but I did the same thing. Shakey, shake, shake. Pour it over ice. Put some club soda on top. That was a nice little refresher because I think the fruit helps make it better than just water. That's my thing. Right. Everything brings flavor to the table. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my take on Bumbo, which was a fun experiment. I'm not sure this one would go into regular rotation, but I am glad I tried it. And should anyone want it while at my house, I can throw together my version without too much concern. Here we are, Pirate Day. Let's drink Bumbo. Everybody yeah. give me your keys because you're not leaving the house after a couple of these. <laughs> after, sure. Take them away from me after one. I'll Safety <laughs> first. Or I'll make the non-alcoholic version and we can just move over to that after your first one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Start with it. <laughs> yes. That is my fictionalized version of Bumbo to go along with our fiction slash nonfiction pirate discussion. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We hope if you celebrate Talk Like a Pirate Day, you have an absolute blast. If you dress the part, tag us on social media with hashtag criminalia. We'll see it and probably be delighted by it. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but be safe if you go out and you have or stay in and have any kind of party. If you have Bumbo, be very careful. Don't drink and drive. Drink responsibly. Uh, thank you again so much for spending this time with us and hanging out. We will be right back next week with a story of a real pirate and more libations here on Criminalia. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life, transform the world. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.